Welcome to the show, Beauty is More Than Skin Deep, with your host, Dana Renee. In many cultures, the phrase, beauty is only skin deep, relates to a person's intellectual, emotional, and spiritual qualities. However, what most people are exposed to first is the physical beauty of a person, place, or thing. Today's topic is Lilac Health and Healing, which is an acronym for Ladies Influencing Life-Altering Change Through Coaching, Caring, and Connecting. Their mission is to provide a safe space for women to come feel loved, appreciated, honored, and respected. They strive to be a place where they can gather, fellowship, learn, and grow together and create life-altering change for themselves and those around them. Our guest today is Soraya Christine, who is the founder of Lilac Health and Healing. She is originally from Cleveland, Ohio. However, she now makes Georgia her home. After moving a couple of times back to Ohio and then to Las Vegas, she is a wife, Grammy, and trauma survivor. She is also a certified life coach, a speaker, an ordained pastor, and a Ph.D. psychology student who has spent the last 28 years in healthcare. Welcome, Soraya. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining me today. So we're going to just dive right on in. So tell us a little bit about your journey to health and healing. Oh, my goodness. So um, I started early on suffering from traumatic experiences, probably around age four or five years old, um, and subsequently multiple traumatic experiences as I grew older. And just once I, you know, decided that enough is enough, I don't want to continue to be depressed all the time and suffering from anxiety and panic attacks all the time, I decided to figure out how to heal myself. And in the process of learning to heal myself, I heard the voice of God, is what I believe, um, tell me that it's not about me and that Mm. my journey was in order for me to help other people. And so that's honestly how it got started. (laughs) Wow, that's huge. (laughs) I mean, oh, my gosh, first off, to just be in this place of, traumatic experience from from such a young age and then, you know, going with uh, various feelings of depression and anxiety and I'm sure a range of other emotions, but then um, Mm -hmm. believing that you could heal yourself and not only doing that and thinking it's it's all about me, so to speak, and then realizing, wait a minute, it's not not all about you, but it's for other people as well. (laughs) Wow. Oh, my God. So um, how did you know, when did you realize that you were, um, that you had been through traumatic, like when you were at a certain age and you, you were just reflecting back on your life and said, oh, that was a traumatic experience, or oh, that affected me. How were you, when, what, at what age were you able to recognize um, that you'd been through some traumatic experiences? Yeah, so I didn't start to put it all together until probably about, the year 2000, so I don't know however old I was then, probably in my 20s at that point. And I was actually living in Atlanta at the time, and I started journaling because I wanted to figure out how to get all of the stuff that I had stuffed down on the inside of me out because it was Mm. affecting me. Like I said, I was having panic attacks. I was going to the hospital thinking I was dying. Like, it was crazy, right? So I was like, okay, something has to give. So I started journaling. And as I started to journal, I was uncovering memories that I had suppressed that I hadn't even thought about. And all of this stuff started to come back out. So I started to experience a range of emotions and all of that stuff. But it was healing in the process. So um, 
so I just started, you know, I just started doing that. And, like, from that point, I stopped after a while and still kind of ended up back in traumatic situations. And then by this point, fast forward to around 2011, I was living in Las Vegas. And, again, I was in, like, a really weird situation of just mess. I'll just leave it at that. It was just a messy situation. And um, I literally, like, I feel like, again, I heard from God, and he said, either you're going to follow me or you're not. Mm -hmm. And, like, literally in the middle of this situation. And I was like, whoa. And it hit me so hard that, like, I instantly started to look online for, like, what can I do to get out of this mess and get better? Like, what can I do? Mm -hmm. And so I found this – this flyer on Facebook for a women's conference that um, this first lady was having of a church. So I reached out to her and asked if I could attend. I didn't have the money, but, like, is there any way I could attend? She made it work out so that I was able to attend. And so I ended up joining that church from there and um, just kind of, like, going through that whole process. But prior to that, I will say, I had started off at a different church, like, even before that time. Because I think that was actually in, I want to say, 2013 or 2014. But in 2011, I had went to a different church. And um, that's when I heard God tell me it's not about me. But even after that, I still went back into the world just being a mess, just a complete mess. And uh, so it was like a a two-step process for me. Mm -hmm. And so, and that's what it was. But that last time... Um, I will say was enough. Like, I, you know, I didn't, like, go backwards after that. Did I have some hiccups along the way? Absolutely. But I did spiral back out of control um, like I had been doing my pretty much my entire life. Mm. Wow. Wow. I think that's huge. And, um, you know, you've talked about journaling. Um, it's it's kind of how it started, just journaling some of the things, the feelings and thoughts and things that you had suppressed. So did you come up with your own journal prompts? Did you just, or were you just writing about your day? What, um, how would you go about journaling when you started that process? Yeah, it was kind of chronological, to be honest. It, the way that it was coming to me was chronological. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, I feel like God had me start from the beginning. So, like, I, as far back as I can remember, it was, like I said, probably age four or five. I think I was probably about five when the first incident happened that I could remember. And so that's where I started. And then from there, it just was everything that happened in a chronological order pretty much, and that's how I journal. And that journal ultimately became my first published book. Oh, wow. Wow. I think yep. that's, that's amazing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then um, – you talk about how you just learned how to heal yourself and, and in that whole process that, you know, you, you reached out to, for resources and I think uh, you found a, a pastor that was willing to allow you to come to the women's conference. Like things worked out for you and and um, just yeah. kind of how God was, it, seems, it sounds like God was just opening doors for you um, because you yeah. were asking, seeking and knocking basically. And yes. you cleared the path, so. I think that's really yeah. beautiful how, how everything just came together for you. Yeah, even with the book. Um, like I said, the journal mm-hmm. became a book, and I was like, okay, God, well, like, I really don't want to do this, like, publicly, but if you want me to, then you're going to have to figure out how to make it happen. And I, mm-hmm. when I tell you literally a publisher fell into my lap, 
Right. Like literally wow. a publisher like, fell okay, into my lap. Test me, and here you are. <laughs> yes, yes. That's exactly wow. how it happened, and I was like, wow. Okay, mm. so I guess we're doing this wow. then. You know. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so what's the, so what 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 was the name of your book? So the name of that book is When Is Strong, Strong Enough, and the subtitle is How to Push Through the Pain. Okay, awesome, awesome. And so then why did you decide to, I guess, basically God said so, but why did you decide to become a life, you know, a coach, you know, for caring and connecting? Uh, why did you So that's it? Yeah, that was kind of a process um, to start doing it professionally. So once that book came out, it started to open up other doors, and I became a public speaker from there, and I started to host conferences every year, like Domestic Violence Month for Domestic Violence, and um, started to do other things in the community that I was in, and then I became kind of like a domestic violence and child sex abuse advocate. And so people were, you know, referring people to me to help with resources and things like that. And so I had been doing the work the whole time, however, mm-hmm. just pretty much for free in the community, you know, because even my conferences right. were free for people. Mm. So um, by this time I had moved to Georgia and I was like, okay, you know, I really want to do my own thing, but I want to still walk in my purpose. And so what does that look like, you know? So that's where right. the coaching thing came from. So I became, you know, I got certified as a life coach, and I said, okay, so what specifically? Like, so I got certified in life purpose and happiness, and, you know, ultimately my niche was helping people heal from trauma because that's what I have been doing all of these years. Right. So that's kind of right. how that's kind of how it happened. And, you know, the name of it, I actually developed a ministry called Lilac First because God woke me up in the middle of the night and gave me that and told me to write down the word lilac, had me look up what a lilac meant, and I was so blown away by everything that he was uncovering, you know, mm-hmm. to me in the middle of the night. It was like 2 o'clock in the morning. And so um, ultimately that's why I ended up naming the coaching practice um, after the same name because really that's what it is. Like, you know, Ladies Influence and Life Altering Change, like that's the whole goal in the ministry. That's the whole goal in the coaching practice. Like life-altering change, like that's what I had. That's what he provided for mm-hmm. me, and that's what I want to be able to help other people to achieve as well. Wow. I love it. I love it. I think that's beautiful. And so would you say everyone mm-hmm. has experienced or will experience some type of trauma in their lifetime? Pretty much. Honestly, if you think about it, these last few years, we've pretty much all experienced some level of trauma, right? (laughs) Definitely. Whether we realize it or not, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So the truth of the matter is, yes, you know, in some form Mm -hmm. or another, whether it's death, you know, somebody close to you, we all are going to experience that, right? Whether it's, you know, divorce, whether it's, um, domestic violence, whether it is something from your childhood, abuse, or sexual assault, or neglect, or any of those things. So, yeah, and if we don't, if we just by happen, you know, just by chance don't, we know somebody next to us who did, you know? Exactly. So. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's something. So you mentioned uh, just, you started out with just the name Lilac and how uh, you were given insight into that. So share a little bit of that insight with us on, on Lilac just before our break. 
Yeah, so, again, he woke me up in the middle of the night, said, write down lilac. I said, okay, what is the lilac, Lord? Like, I know it was a flower, but what what does mm-hmm. it, you know, mean? Look it up. So I started Googling, what is the lilac flower, you know, and I learned that the mm-hmm. lilac flower has multiple different colors, which I didn't know, and each color has a different spiritual meaning. And so mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my goodness, I was blown away. So I was like, okay, so that's how you're going to minister to people. You're going to minister to them from the standpoint of what each of the different colors mean. So when I host studies and things like that, it's based on, you know, like this particular color of the lilac flower and what that particular color means and, and, and how that relates to, you know, um, the Bible. So, Right. I love yeah. it. Wow. Wow. I think that's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. Indeed. Yeah. So with that, we're going to go into our first break. Welcome back to the show, Beauty is More Than Skin Deep, with your host, Dana Renee. Our guest today is Soraya Christine, who is the founder of Lilac Health and Healing. She was originally from Cleveland, Ohio. However, she now makes Georgia her home after moving a couple of times back to Ohio and then back to Las Vegas. Our topic is Lilac Health and Healing, which is an acronym for Ladies Influencing Life-Altering Change Through Coaching, Caring, and Connecting. Their mission is to provide a safe space for women to come feel loved, appreciated, honored, and respected. They strive to be a place where they can gather, fellowship, learn, and grow together and create life-altering change for themselves and those around them. Welcome back, Soraya. Thank you so much. Thank you. So just before a break, we were just talking about that lilac and how there's so many different meanings, spiritual meanings, and not only spiritual meanings, but different colors of lilac, which I wasn't aware yes. of either. So that's, <laughs> that's very interesting. <laughs> that is very interesting. So um, in your practice or when you're working with different clients, you go into some of those different meanings along with them and what type of um, trauma I believe that they've been been through. But um, how does someone, how would someone be able to decide, you know, I need need someone to help me. I need need a coach. How would someone be able to determine that they would need someone to help them on their journey of healing? I'm going to use myself for an example. So like for me, um, I had tried therapy throughout the years, and I'm not knocking therapy because I think therapy is great, um, depending on where you are in your particular journey. But for me, therapy wasn't really working, quote unquote. It was, you know, I kind of felt like, okay, like they're giving me all these textbook answers, which I already know, like, you know what I mean? So it was just kind of like, uh, what is the point in me paying all this money for something that I'm already aware of? Whereas, right. so I was like, okay, I need something. Like, that's different. So that's the thing. It's like traditional methods are not really giving you what it is that you need. You may need a more non-traditional method, which is where coaching comes in, because coaching is kind of a cross between all those things. It's kind of like, you know, you're a cheerleader, your accountability partner, and almost a therapist, not not a therapist. Don't get me wrong. We're not therapists. We're not counselors. Right. But that in that same space of being able to properly guide you and advise you, you know. And so that's kind of um, it's kind of a, a marriage of all of those things. And I think that's sometimes what people need because, you know, um, sometimes you, when you're just getting one of those things, it's just not enough. 
especially when you're in the beginning stages of your healing journey because you don't really know which way to go, you know, and kind of, you know, what any of it looks like and, and what, what you're going to be falling into, what emotions are going to be uncovered, and you're not prepared for any of that stuff. And so a coach kind of holds your hand and walks you through all of that and kind of helps you figure all that out and also gives you actionable steps along the way to, to build upon to be able to help, you know, push you to the next level. So, That's yeah. Great. That is great. So um, so we talk about this life-altering change through basically coaching, caring, and, and connecting. What would you say is the biggest component? Um, you know, is it is it mostly just the caring that, you know, someone having, having someone that knows that cares about them and has kind of walked in their shoes, so to speak, and, in certain situations, yes. and, and like you said, being able to just give them those action steps to push them to the next level. Yes, I think the I think the coaching honestly is the last part. Um, funny enough, mm-hmm. I think the connecting and the caring um, are the two most important pieces. And like I tell all of my clients in the beginning, when we have our first like discovery call, it's like, you know, I have all the letters right all behind my name. I'm also a PhD student in psychology. Like I'm an ordained pastor, blah blah blah, right? But mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. the thing that I think helps me the most is being able to connect with them because I've been there and done that. Life experience to me mm-hmm. is the absolute best way to be able to connect and coach somebody through something. Right. So, because right. I feel like if you haven't experienced what I'm experiencing, there's no way you can help me through it. Like, it's just like, you know, people say, why are you going to take financial advice from somebody who's broke and can't save a penny? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That doesn't make exactly. any sense. It's the mm-hmm. same concept. So right. yeah, I like feel like, you know, yes, you know, like God did not give me all of these um, unfortunate experiences for no reason. You know, he gave them to me because he knew that I would be able to survive them and that I would reach back and help somebody else to get through these types of situations. And so that's just what it is, you know. Mm, that's beautiful. Definitely. So what would you say, what's the best piece of advice that you've been given that, that you would um, would like to pass along to others? So, so it's going to sound like it's not really related, but it is. Um, and this is actually a piece of advice that my mom gave me early on in life, and that is to not get upset about other people's stuff. That piece of advice has carried me so far. And and when I say other people's stuff, I mean anything, time, you know, um, what is the word that I'm looking for, um, advice, like physical stuff, like mm-hmm. attention, any of it, right? Like some, mm-hmm. you can't control what somebody else is willing to give to you. And right. so I think right. that so oftentimes we get so hurt behind somebody not giving us something that belongs to them because we have the expectation that they should, I guess, and it's not mm-hmm. fair, right, because we can't really put that expectation on somebody else. I can't expect for you to give me anything because you may not be willing to do that. And I think if we, you know, kind of hold more on to understanding that, then we won't get as hurt in certain situations. And so I think that's the best piece of advice I've ever gotten in my life. Mm, Wow. So it's kind of almost like not, you know, not having an expectation from someone else of something. 
Yeah, and people always say, like, yeah, people always say, like, well, how how can you not have access? I just don't. And that's how, honestly, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I've had my heart broken one time. I was young, and he destroyed my poor little heart. But Mm -hmm. since then, I haven't really because I stopped having those expectations on -hmm. people. I stopped putting – because to me, having – expectations in a sense are like unrealistic because I can't control right, you. I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm not going to do that, you know? So that's, that's truthfully how I am able to push through things. Like I don't, I just don't put that kind of pressure on other people, mm-hmm. you know? That's good. That's really good. And I think, I think sometimes we do it unconsciously though. It's one of those, Yeah, we you do. know, if you're, in a relationship, or be it a friendship or a, a, a loving relationship or whatever, even a, a working relationship, you kind of have, like, you expect them to do something because you're doing something. You have that kind yep. of silent expectation of them to do something as well. But, um, but like you said, the only person that you can, really can control is, is yourself. You can't control someone else and what they choose to do or not to do. So Exactly. That's good. That is good. Well, Awesome. So what are your future goals with the um with the Lilac? <laughs> um, keep growing. Keep growing, mm. keep connecting and keep helping people. That's my goal. I um I have like group coaching classes that I do that are amazing and I just want them to continue to grow. I want people to continue to see the value and continue to receive the value. The people who have gone through those courses are amazed by them and give great reviews, but it's hard to to like get in front of as many people as I would like to. Um, so I that's that's my goal is to continue to grow the coaching practice and help as many people as I can. And so are those coaching, are those monthly or is it weekly? How are those, how are those held? So one of them is a six-week course, so I do that a few times a year. The other one, though, is on a weekly basis. At least that's the goal of it is to be on a weekly basis. It's a three-day, like, boot camp style um, healing trauma intensive workshop. And it's only an hour a day for three days. So it's okay. like a super deep, super intense, three days, we're done kind of thing. Um, wow. Easy peasy. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so. Well, easy peasy unless until you do the work, right? Because, you know, anytime you're going yeah. deep with trauma, it's like you could say easy peasy, but you've got to be prepared yeah. to really do the work because it's going to drop yep. things up and out, and it's like you've really got to be re- ready to um, to deal with it because you just never know exactly. what's going to come for it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I'm always here after that though for one on one, you know. So that's mm-hmm. the that's the idea too is to give you that intensive and get you on your journey, and then you know if you're connected, right, with me, mm-hmm. right. then we can continue right. on a one on one basis. Exactly. So you're still that safe space where somebody can say, "Hey, yeah, go down this week. This is what happened." Or yeah, yeah, exactly. It. I love it. Awesome. So how can people get in contact with you if they're interested in doing any of those coaching or courses, things that you offer? Well, you guys can find me on Instagram under Healing with Lilac, L-I-L-A-C, Healing with Lilac. You can find me also on Facebook that way, um, Healing with Lilac. And those would be the probably the two best options. 
to reach me also, you can email me, which is just info, I-N-F-O, at lilachealthandhealing.com, which is, you know, obviously also the website, lilachealthandhealing.com. Awesome, awesome. Great. Well, best of luck to you um, in your growth journey and and, uh, continuing to um, help others on their journey to healing and and wholeness. So I think that's definitely a beautiful thing that you're doing, just helping ladies uh, go through that life-altering change. And are there any closing thoughts you'd like to share with our listeners? I would just say, you know, don't suffer in silence. You know, so many of us do that and we stuff stuff and we just keep stuffing stuff because we don't want anybody to see that we're going through anything emotionally, mentally, mentally, spiritually, whatever. Stop doing that. Like that's, mm-hmm. It's time out for that. That's unhealthy. It's going to continue to keep you on a path of not being able to get where you're wanting to go ultimately. It hinders you in life. It hinders you in business. It hinders you in relationships. Stop doing that to yourself. Get the help that you need. If it's not with me, then choose somebody else that you trust or whatever, but definitely get the help that you need and stop putting yourself through torture. Mm, Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Soraya, definitely for being my guest today. For those of you listening who are looking for a coach or looking to maybe do a three-day boot camp to get intensive and and start breaking down those walls of trauma and things that you have kind of stuffed inside, like she said, don't suffer in silence. Feel free to reach out to her on IG or Facebook at Healing with Lilac. You can also visit her website at lilachealthandhealing.com or you can email her at info at lilachealthandhealing.com. To um, stay connected with me, like my Facebook page, Beauty is More Than Skin Deep. Remember, beauty is more than skin deep. It's truly in the eye of the beholder. <laughs>